Real Talk with Amu. And today we are going to have an interesting discussion where we're going to be talking about overcoming temptations or how to avoid temptation if you can give it a subtitle. Now, we're going to get our text reading from James chapter 1 and I'm going to read in the New Living Translation. James chapter 1 beginning from verse 12 to verse 14 and there's a couple of things that we're going to pick up here which will give us a clear understanding of how a temptation operates or how or what a temptation is. Now in verse 12 and there's some things that I'm going to unpack as time progresses. Now from verse 12 getting we're reading from verse 12 to verse 14 James chapter 1. In the New Living Translation it reads as follows it says God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Now notice there by this verse it means there's a difference between a test and a temptation. Now, we'll unpack further as we go on so that you can see what are the distinction between these two. It says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, ah, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong. Another version says God is not tempted with evil. Then he never tempts anyone else. Verse 14 says, Temptation comes from our own desires, which entices us and drag us away. Now, a few points here which I want us to note on this portion of text that we have read. We have established that there is a distinction between a test and a temptation. That's number one to, to note. Number two, we see here that it says in verse 13, and remember when you are being tempted, it does not say if you are being tempted. It says when you are being tempted, which means temptation is not a matter of if, but a matter of when, which means every person is going to be tempted at one point or another. Now, it also says, we another point we note, it says, uh, when you are tempted, God is, don't say God is tempting me, which means God does not tempt. God does not tempt. He is not the one who tempts. So if he is not the one who tempts, then the question is, who tempts? Who provides this temptation? And suffice to say, it's obvious that it is Satan who tempts uh, believers. You know, even when we read in John, in Luke chapter 4, the Bible says, being led of the Spirit, he was led to be tempted of the devil in the wilderness. So we see that the devil is the one who brings temptation. Now, from verse 12, the scripture says that God blesses those who patiently endure testing, which means God is the one who does the testing. The devil is the one who does the tempting. Now, we'll unpack further as we go on what is the distinction between the two. Now, it says he never tempts anyone else. 
He never tempts anyone else. God is never tempted to do wrong. Another vision, as I mentioned in the King James, it says that he, God is never tempted with evil. It cannot, he cannot be tempted with evil. Why can he not be tempted with evil? Now we're going to look at that as we go further. And it says that in verse 14, temptation comes from our own desires. In other words, whenever we are being tempted, the temptation takes um ownership and dominance from the desires that you have in other words you can never be tempted by something that you do not desire every time you are tempted you are tempted of something that you have a desire on you can never be tempted by something that you hate you are always tempted with something that you love now let's let's get into this because the essence of it all is for us to to find a solution now what does it mean to be tempted to be tempted has an element of being enticed. Every time, whenever you are tempted, you are always drawn to something which the end of it it's not good. So a temptation is never good. Even though every time whenever you are tempted, the temptation will be presented in such a way that it looks good. But I trust me, whenever the devil tempts, the end of it it's never good. So whenever we look at temptation, whenever you understand the temptation or whenever you are tempted, it is all it always looks good. But the end of it, it's not good. Which means the temptation will always be packaged so nicely that it will be almost impossible for you to deny it. You know, have you... Uh, sort of a moment whenever you have decided to do something let's say for instance you have decided that you are going to stop eating sweet stuff you're going to stop eating sugary stuff all of a sudden the minute you make a commitment you will have opportunities to indulge in sugary stuff because you have made a commitment that is when temptation has its uh, brings up its head temptation always finds um, dominance or it always lifts up its head whenever there's a commitment. You can never be tempted if you have not committed yourself to something. You, those that are married, you can never be tempted um, to be faithful unless you have someone whom you are faithful to, someone whom you are committed to. The minute you are not committed, you cannot be tempted if you are not committed. So, Anytime the devil tempts you, it's because there's something that you are committed to. It's either you are committed to the Lord Jesus. It's either you are committed to a character or morality. It's either you are, con uh, you, you are committed, you know, to bringing forth by the Holy Spirit the gifts of the Spirit. Whenever such emerges, then the devil will bring his temptation. Now, we, we explained in verse 12, the Bible talks about God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Now, we've just explained that a temptation, it has to do with uh, attacking the commitment that you have. Now, a temptation, the primary purpose of a temptation is for you to fall. Because for a temptation to fall, if you fail on a temptation, you fall. Now, the purpose of a test, remember we have established that the devil is the one that tempts. God is the one that tests. 
not tempt. God is the one that tests. I mean, we read about it in the book of Genesis. God tested Abraham. He did not tempt Abraham. He tested. So God tests. The devil tempts. Now, the devil tempts for you to fail so you fall. God tests for you to pass so you can then be lifted to new levels. Whenever you are being tested by God, and how do you distinguish between that a test and a temptation? A test is always leaned to the things of the spirit. A temptation is always leaned to the things of the flesh. You can never be tempted in the spirit, nor can you ever be tested in the flesh. Testing is spiritual. Tempting is carnal. So whenever you are tempted, you are tempted in the flesh. You can never be tempted in the spirit. That's why you can never be tempted to pray. You can never be tempted to fast. You can never be tempted to give because those are not physical or carnal things. They are spiritual things. So that's why the Bible says in verse 13, it says God cannot be tempted with evil. God cannot do wrong. He cannot be able to do wrong because he is a spiritual being. As a spiritual being, according to John chapter 4, God is a spirit and they that worship him as worship him in spirit and in truth the fact that he is a spirit being he cannot be tempted with evil he cannot be tempted to do wrong it is impossible for him to be tempted to do wrong because he is a spiritual being so as a spiritual being it is impossible for him to be tempted to do wrong the reason why me and you as believers we are still tempted is because we are human beings as long as we are still in the flesh which god is not in we will be tempted. Now, first and foremost, it's also impossible to note that we are not the first group, you know, the first type of people to be tempted. I mean, even Jesus himself has been tempted. The book of Hebrews says it, that he has been tempted in all points. The distinction is he never sinned. So we see the purpose of a temptation. The purpose of a temptation is so that you sin. But now Jesus, he was tempted. So, which means that we are not the first type of group to be ever tempted. Jesus, our Lord, our hero, our king, our forerunner, he was tempted at one point. So temptation is applicable to every person who believes. Now a temptation, whenever we talk of a temptation, a temptation has to do with testing your commitment and your character. When you are being tested, sorry, when you are being tempted, you are tempted so that you may fall and it takes you away from your progress or from where you are destined or where you are heading to. When you are being tempted, you are tempted and drawn away from the things of God. This is where the devil uh, takes dominance because when you, if you give into a temptation, when you give into a temptation, you you sin and in your sin he then capitalizes by condemning you and if you are not matured or if you are not growing you know uh, taking is this having the mind of Christ as you approach a temptation you will remain down there being condemned and yet there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus so a temptation because God expects us to be victorious 
victorious. The Bible says that all things work together for good to them that are called according to his purpose. And he says that in all these things we are more than conquerors, including temptation, which means temptations. God expects us to conquer temptation. God, he has given us the ability to overcome or he has given us a way to overcome a temptation. In the book of 1 Corinthians, the Bible talks about for we cannot be tempted beyond the level to which we are able to bear. And every time whenever we are tempted, God has given us a way to escape it. In other words, when you are tempted, you have a choice. You have a choice to yield to the temptation or you have a choice to not yield to the temptation. You have a choice to give in to the temptation or you have a choice to not give in to the temptation. So temptation, therefore, it is um, the way in which the devil used to 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 bring down believers. And that temptation, God is able to use it by his infused strength of the Holy Spirit to for us to over, uh, overcome it. So how then do we overcome temptation? Now, you cannot overcome a temptation unless there is something better to look forward to. Let me repeat, you cannot be tempted, you cannot be able to overcome a temptation unless there is something better than that temptation to look forward to. Let me give an example. You of us who are married, if you are tempted to cheat on your spouse, if there is nothing that awaits you from your spouse, it is very hard for you to give to not give in to that temptation. In other words, a temptation strives in you not being filled with something better that awaits you. If therefore I let's say me and my wife are not in good terms or we are constantly fighting, you know, uh, we are not in a good space. If I am tempted then there is a great chance of giving in to that temptation because there is nothing better that I look forward to. In other words, how you overcome temptation, you must overcome temptation by having something better than that temptation. If you are to overcome a temptation, you must be preoccupied with something better than that temptation so that then you don't give in to that temptation. Now, when you overcome, how you overcome a temptation is by focusing on Jesus. Let Christ be the something better that, than that temptation. Now, I understand, I, you know, I hear, I'm sure a lot of people can be thinking to themselves, but uh, that sounds very shallow. That sounds very easy. Uh, then how come am I always struggling in my temptation? The reason why you are not, you are always struggling in, in your temptation is because you are not fixed on Jesus. Your, your overcoming of temptation is contingent upon your strength. For overcoming temptation, it's not in your strength. Overcoming temptation, it's in the strength which has been infused by Jesus in you by the Holy Spirit. So when you overcome temptation, how you overcome temptation is 
as Colossians 3 verse 1 says that since you have been risen with Christ, seek those things that are above where Christ seated on the right hand of the, of the Father. Another version it says set your affections on things above. Set your affections on those things above. Look at Christ. Focus Christ. Behold on him. Your power to overcome temptation it's based on the power of you looking unto jesus when you look unto jesus you are able to overcome temptation you see we don't overcome temptation by fighting a temptation you don't overcome a temptation by focusing on the temptation you overcome temptation by turning your back and look at jesus you see how you do not yield to temptation your your no to not giving in to a temptation is empowered by your yes to jesus which means the more you say yes to jesus the more your soul becomes spiritual as Paul says in Romans chapter 8, he says, For to be carnally minded, it is death, but to be spiritually minded, it is life and peace. When your mind is spiritual, when your mind has been transformed by the, by the word of God, where now the Holy Spirit is able to take dominance, like David says in Psalms 23, where he says that he anoints my head with oil. When your head has now been anointed by the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit has now injected your mind with the power, of God and the mind of Christ. It is easy for you to not give into temptation. Look at this. How did Jesus overcome the temptations in the wilderness in Luke chapter 4? He overcame them because his mind was preoccupied by the things of the Spirit. When you are occupied by the Holy Spirit, when your mind is anointed by the Holy Spirit, you don't give in to a temptation. Brethren, let Christ be a reality in our life. We must put Christ to use. Christ has never purposed ever at any point in time that you should overcome anything that you face in this life by your strength. God has enabled you by his spirit that you be able to use the power of Jesus through his Holy Spirit to overcome whatever that tests you. The Holy Spirit is your helper. The Holy Spirit is not there to help you on certain things. He is there to help you in everything that you face, including temptation, including your character, including the things that you have shortfall on, including those things that you have shortcomings on, including that temper that you have, including that weakness of lust that you have. Jesus is not here to condemn you. Jesus is for you to assist you by him. His Holy Spirit. He says to his disciples before he leaves, he says, for it is it's ex, it's expedient of me to live. For if I do not go away, the comforter will not come. The comforter, the helper, the spirit of truth, he came to our lives so that we may be able to overcome anything that the devil throws at us. Remember, God does not trust you. He trusts himself in you. God does not have faith in your strength. He has faith in his strength in you. Therefore, if you want to overcome temptation, invoke the strength of God by the Holy Spirit in you. Then invoke the power of the Holy Spirit that has been bestowed upon you, the anointing of the Holy Spirit that has been bestowed upon you. Look at what James says in chapter 4 again. Speaking about temptation, he says, God gives grace generously 
as the scripture says, God opposes the proud but give grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God. Now notice, resist the devil and he will flee from you. How then do we resist the devil? Verse 8, come close to God and God will come close to you. How you resist the devil is you come close to God and God, when he comes close to you, the devil will flee. This is how you evict darkness in a room. When you get into a room and there's darkness, and a darkness here is a type of temptation, you don't wrestle darkness by baffling and buffeting against the darkness and beating the darkness in the air. No. All you need to do is just to go and look for the light button. As soon as you bring in light, darkness has no choice but to flee. How you overcome temptation is draw to God. He is your light. When he draws to you, that light of God will evict the darkness or the temptations in this regard that comes into your life. You don't overcome temptation by your strength. You overcome temptation by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, when you, whenever you are faced with a temptation believer, whenever you are faced with a temptation child of God, always turn your focus away from the temptation and focus on Jesus. Never overcome a temptation with your strength. Never deal with temptations with your ability. Deal with temptation by the strength of the Holy Spirit in you. And when you overcome temptation in that way, your mind as you overcome the as you overcome temptation you become more strong and the bible says god blesses those who endures a test and a temptation imagine how your life will be you know he says that when you overcome a testing and when you endure testing and temptation then there's a crown of life there's a crown of life there's a crown there's a reward for overcoming a temptation we are not just overcoming it for the sake of overcoming it we are overcoming it because there is a reward now notice this it's interesting that you face a temptation and then you use the power of God to overcome the temptation and then you get rewarded for using the power of God in other words God is so gracious that he gives you a reward for him for allowing him to use for allowing him to 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 be the one who enables you to overcome your temptations god expects you to utilize him god wants you to allow him to help you in whatever you are facing in any challenge that you are facing let god be the umbrella let god be the strong tower as the scripture says that the name of the lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to is whenever you face with the temptation don't forget on the temptation the name of the lord is a strong tower run to it run to jesus move to jesus your your no to sin your no to temptation is empowered or it is rather diffused by your yes to jesus the more you say yes to jesus is the more your 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 no to sin becomes uh, strong is the more you 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 be able to resist the devil the how you resist the devil is by focusing on christ how you resist temptation is to focus on christ remember james says that we are drawn away we are tempted when we are drawn away by our own lust so 
how you overcome and remember James here is speaking to believers he's not speaking to unbelievers he's speaking to believers you would say no if a believer if you are a believer then you are not supposed to be experiencing any form of uh, lust or you are not supposed to be um uh, what is it your character is not supposed to be questionable no i mean when you read in romans chapter 7 paul talks about it he says that the good things which i want to do i do not do and those evil things which i do not want to do those are the ones that i'm doing now this is paul the one who is filled by the holy spirit the one who says that is no longer i that lives but christ that lives in me he says the life that i live now i don't live by my faith but i live by the faith of the son of god the life that i live in the flesh i don't live by my faith i live by the son of god if such a man who has been filled with the holy spirit and has been walking he has been walking with the holy spirit can still have that conflict and yet he's a believer surely you and i can relate late to Romans chapter 7 but his escape of that conflict is found in verse 1 of Romans 8 he says there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus so whenever you are attracted or you are being tempted and remember James again says he says that you are drawn away by our own lust which means temptation is something that we take pleasure in it's something that is pleasurable it's something that looks very palatable now be as it may be as palatable as it is god has given us a way out of it that's why how you overcome a temptation you must be aware that you are being tempted you must be aware that you are being tempted you cannot say you overcome a temptation meanwhile you are not aware you are being tempted when you are being tempted you must overcome you must be aware and in being aware then you then be able to turn your focus and focus on christ and let christ be of effect let us not frustrate the grace of god let the grace of god be the enabling power as titus 2 says let it be the one that teaches us to deny ungodliness to deny temptations how we overcome that we overcome it by relying on the power of the holy spirit so humble yourself before god resist the devil and he will flee from you come close to god and he will come close to you how do you overcome temptation you overcome temptation by drawing to god you overcome temptation by being closer to god as you draw to god when you focus on god then you resist the temptation look at verse 12 again as we close it says god blesses those who patiently endure a testing and temptation afterwards they will receive the crown of life that god has promised to those who love him now I explained in the past one of the podcasts on how to love God the right way. Now, loving God the right way, it's him loving himself through you. Now, the text says that um, God will will reward with the crown of life to those who love him. So, how you love God, it is because of himself loving in loving himself in you. It is when he infuses you with his love that when you are occupied with his love from the promise, you will therefore be able to receive that crown of life. So 
everything, everything about your walk with God, it's the responsibility of God. The strengthening of your faith in God it is the responsibility of God. It is the responsibility of God that you are strengthened. It is the responsibility of God that you overcome temptation. All you need to do is to abide. As John chapter 15 says, all, all it needs all God expects of you is to abide. Hold on to me. Abide in Christ and your life will never be the same. You will continue to being victorious in the area of temptations. You will continue to be victorious in the area of the works of the flesh. Then the works of the flesh will not give, you will not give in to the works of the flesh. Instead, you will yield in to the fruits of the Spirit. One last text. As we close, First John chapter 3, verse 1, it says, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world do not recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but he has not yet shown us what we will be like, but we will see it when Christ appears. But we do not know that we will, we do know that we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. And all those, notice verse 3, and all those who eager, who have this eager expectation, will keep themselves pure just as he is pure. How do you overcome temptation? It's because of the eager expectation. What eager expectation? That when Christ appears, you will be like him. This is how you overcome temptation. Overcome temptation by being preoccupied by Christ. Overcome temptation. Do not yield to a temptation by focusing on Christ. Let Christ be the one that battles your temptation in you. Let Christ by his Holy Spirit be the force and the power that enables you to overcome temptation. I hope you learned something today. Let's meet again on another episode when we are going to be discussing life and transformational topics on our Christian walk with God. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation and you learned something and you grow in your knowledge of Christ, grow in peace as Peter says that grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of Jesus. When you grow in Christ, grace and peace is multiplied. Let Christ, the knowledge of Christ, grow as we embark on this journey of Christianity. We are not called to be defeated, but in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Let us dwell in the secret place of the Most High, which is Christ, and abide under the shadow of His Almighty. Thank you.